What is going on tribe? It's your man Clef and this is episode 28 of the Social African Show. You already know it's the Social African Show where we chop it up with entrepreneurs of African origin. And today, <laughs> we've got not just one, but two awesome entrepreneurs in the building today. We've got Anton Richardson and Olaf Agbamila with us. Thank you both for checking in. Thank you for having us. Nah, it's, it's an absolute pleasure, man. Are you boys ready to rock this show? I'm ready. Yes. Born, Born ready. Let's do this. Now, for those who don't know, Anton and Ola are the hosts and founders of Tag Me In podcast. Anton is also a cybersecurity engineer and a community leader who arranges and hosts events for the Black community in Bristol, UK. Ola, on the other hand, comes from a finance and investment background. He's also a car enthusiast who flips cars as a hobby. He loves traveling and is passionate about exploring different cultures. Now, lads, I've given the tribe a little bit about you both. Let's talk to Anton. Check in, bro. Let's dive into your personal life and a bit about your heritage as well. That's always interesting, man, because like people, are you Caribbean? Are you African? And I'm, I'm both. And it's like people get kind of bit, like lost with that. He really know that. <laughs> so like my dad's from um, Barbados and my mom's from Nigeria. I see. That's my background. I'm a mixed baby. In terms of Anton's life, um, I'm forever learning. I'm a a keen person that loves learning and I always feel like knowledge is power. So even in the whole entrepreneur kind of journey, I'm always looking at other entrepreneurs, trying to learn from them, trying to, I'm always trying something new, like whatever comes about, whatever new habit I can form, I'm there, I'm trying it. I'm just trying to make my life better. So yeah, man, that's, that's the little insight into yeah, me. Yeah, little insight's quite interesting. <laughs> Straight up. And your mom, do you know where your mom is from? What part of Nigeria mom's from? <laughs> 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 That's that place a bit inside. Yeah, somewhere around that. Inside Nigeria, yeah. Is it north, east, west? What's the language? Yoruba, Igbo, Hausa? I'm going to say east. All of that. All of that. <laughs> gotcha. Now, um, um, let's, let's, talk, let's talk to Ola a bit. Ola, obviously. Ola Fagbamila. That's right. Already yes, known as African man. Let's talk about your African heritage and a bit about your personal life now. Of course, actually, interestingly enough, not a lot of people know that I actually spent about three years in Nigeria. So, um, yeah, born and raised here. But um, I think when I was 11, so the start of secondary school, I got, I say shipped, but our parents say you got experience. But I say I got shipped back to Nigeria. Um, <laughs> basically, I was a bit of a naughty boy, I guess. My dad had a shop. Um, he sort of decided to get another job to spend more time with the family and whatnot because we were quite young. Anyway, he brought all the stock home. And then me being the entrepreneur I am, <laughs> I thought, let me kind of sell the sweets and chocolates at school, which was fine. But then I sold a lighter to a boy who then got caught. His mum came to my house. I tried to say my dad wasn't in. My dad was in. And basically, you know how it goes. You know, the yeah. African lashes, the beating. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I got beaten and I got shipped to Nigeria. Um, <laughs> Same day. <laughs> first class, first class. Um, but yeah, no, I spent three years in Nigeria. So I kind of learned a lot about the culture. In terms of sort of heritage, we're from a kitty state. Oh, so right. that's 
kind of, yeah, that's kind of our kind of background. Then the school I went to was in, do you know Alakuka in Lagos? No. Is it like a popular one? It's actually, um, do you know Mr. Easy? Yes. Yeah, he actually went there, you know. Oh, wow. I see. I, I see. didn't realise. I, I, I just told my sister, I'm like, I recognise this guy's face. And then she was like, oh, like, that guy went to our school. I was, I was like, what? But yeah, um, other than that, sort of, I think sort of similar to Anton, for me, I'm very interested in, interested in, I see myself as like a student of life. Mm-hmm. I like sort of like learning, you know, watching these like entrepreneurial videos, reading books and just kind of like acquiring knowledge because there's a lot of things you don't know about stuff you don't know. And so I'm trying to understand as much of that as possible sort of long term and then just trying to love and live life to the best of my abilities. Straight up. That's deep. Now, Anton, let's talk family. How big is your family? Mom, dad, brothers, sisters? You know what? I'm an only child. Oh, man. I see, I see. I'm, I'm the only one I was blessed with the whole <laughs> half Bayesian, half Nigerian gene. But um, in terms of family, like aunties, uncles, they all got kids, all cousins. So it's a pretty big family. I see. You know, when you come together for Christmas and special occasions, it's always good. I love being with family. Like, there's no denying that. Nice. And you, Ola, how big is your family? Me, just, you know, typical Nigerian, massive family. Um, <laughs> Christmas time, there's just like 95 people in the house. Mm-hmm. Everyone's telling me they're my cousin. <laughs> Everyone's eating. No one's helping to clean up. Um but no, big family, I think big family is good. There's a lot of people to sort of reach out to and help and speak to. And we're fortunate enough to have family in sort of like a lot of different countries throughout the world. Mm-hmm. So Greece, Holland, Germany, South Africa, we're, we're everywhere. So it's just nice to be able to kind of reach out to these people. And, you know, family is important. Indeed, indeed. Anton, cybersecurity, man. <laughs> Talk to us about that. You, you, you look after like software systems and you... you... Working digital. I can't disclose that piece of information, you see. Gotcha. That's it's all confidential, gotcha. <laughs> information. Be careful, I might hack your laptop right now. Oh, no. Um, it's more cybersecurity engineering. So I develop tools that, or I look at security threats and um, potential threats within companies, and I produce solutions for them or come up with solutions. So I usually run like four to five projects at one time and just try and identify gaps. IT security is definitely a interesting space to be it's stressful there's no denying that um i've lost my hairline due to my work oh my god <laughs> <laughs> okay but funny enough i'm, I'm actually a, a free man right now I'm, i've taken a year sabbatical so like, i'm just taking it easy. so you're leaving all of behind and you're going to go do your thing i mean i wish you all the best with yeah. that it sounds really really good um you're, you're traveling where are you traveling to I'm going to head out to southeast asia first of all uh-huh. but that's it like i haven't planned it that far so hopefully of Africa definitely need to do that and then probably a bit of South America as well like I'm going to try and fit everything in in 12 month period but obviously I'm kind of limited to finances as well you know that's understandable brother <laughs> Ola flipping cars talk to us about that man of course so alongside my sort of nine to five um I just like I feel like it's important to always have like a side hustle yes well for people who want it essentially um and I'm one of those people so for me it was recently kind of got my license and then started driving and I was just like what is this is amazing <laughs> just like being like uh, being on like m4 or whatever highway or like and you know an a road just kind of getting one of those scenic views and i'm like this is nice and then do a bit of research and kind of found out that you can kind of make a profit from sort of flipping cars and i'm guessing it kind of came from that entrepreneurial spirit i had you know from primary school and for me it was okay pick up a car give it to a mechanic mechanic does a few checks maybe any repairs if necessary mm-hmm. um, make sure it's roadworthy and safe one thing I've always said is to, I'd never kind of sell a car that I wouldn't feel comfortable with my mom driving. So, right. you know, if you're getting a car from me, you know that it's safe. If I'm not going to put my mom in it. I will not sell it to you, bottom line. Um, and then that's just sort of how it got started. So um, 
yeah, try and find cars, flip them, and then kind of sell them on. I'm probably going to move into sort of sourcing for people as well. So if anyone's interested in a specific car or is looking to kind of get finance at a low rate, and then you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to build myself up to that point. It's good, man. We'll, we'll definitely link that up. You know, get the tribe to check it out and see if um you can help us out there, man. That's crazy. Uh, like I said, I mean, let, let's keep the energy going, lads. It, it's um I'm I'm smiling ear to ear just now. We've only been in a couple of minutes. Um, you boys are doing a lot though, Anton. You're doing you know the the podcast. Your your Obviously, I'm um, doing your cybersecurity thing. Ola, you're doing the cars and you're doing the podcast as well. What would you hold on to? Let's let's go to Anton first. What would you say is your area of expertise then, Anton? So like to say our expertise in one area, I guess the one that I've been, you know, in for a long time is probably my career. But also I have like a buy and selling thing. So like it has gone from strength from strength over the past four years. So um, I, I'll probably say, you know, if I had to go and choose one, cybersecurity. In that cybersecurity, what's one unique tip that you can give us so we can stay secure online? Oh. <laughs> I'm not even uh, always look, like, the most simplest one is always keep your software up to date. I think that's the most simplest one. Um, without updating, you kind of leave yourself exposed to all these vulnerabilities. Basically, keep our security softwares up to date at all times. Yeah, even when it's like, you know, you've got all your documents open and you don't want to update, I say update right then and there. And, and for you, Ola, obviously, you're doing flipping the cars. If someone wants to buy a car today, what's one unique tip that you can give them so they don't end up with a, um, <laughs> a tin? Well, to make sure they don't end up with what we call a lemon is yes. to make sure that the car has got at least six months MOT left. Right. And if not, kindly request the seller to have an MOT done. Um, so that's just the kind of that. yeah it's pretty much like a health check just to make sure the car is fine working to a good standard roadworthy and just to make sure you're not going to have a random bill you know two weeks or 30 minutes down the road after you've bought the car that's <laughs> awesome because these are these are golden nuggets for the tribe these are golden nuggets now um we'll dive into the podcast just now but firstly how did you two meet I'll let Ola tell the story because he always loves telling the story. All right, go for it, bro. Go on. No? No, 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 no. Go on, Ola. Go on. Go on. Go on. No, no, no. Um, on a serious note, so I moved to Bristol about two years ago. Right. Um, Anton's been there four years, just four over four years. years. Yeah. Um, essentially about two, yeah, two, two and a half years ago, um, an app called Meetup runs sort of various different events mm -hmm. for different, you know, socials and whatnot. There was one, it was sort of like an end of year. I think this was 15 into 16, wasn't it? Yeah, 2016. Um, 2016 yeah. So we went to the event. It was like a drink up. Um, we were there. Interestingly enough, we didn't really speak at the event. Um, anyway, I'm on my way home. I'm at the bus stop. I'm waiting. And then kind of Anton turns up at the bus stop. And then we literally just started talking. And it was, yo, how you doing? You're right. Oh, but wow. then. Yeah, yeah, honestly, yeah. But with most people, when you have a conversation, it's usually, as Anton says, sort of like gear one. It's like a, hi, how are you? Yeah, I'm fine. Cool. Bye. How's your day? You know, like canned material. Whereas with us, it was a lot, it was just a lot deeper. It was the conversations I usually have with people I've known for 15 plus years, very close family members. It was about, you know, relationships and uh, investments and property and the conversations that I usually listen well, to, like my away. dad and uncle. Adam. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, honestly, off the bat, off the bat and I was just like raw then he was like raw and it was kind of that kind of and we also had that kind of like banter as well it's like we just met each other we're laughing we're having deep conversations and I was like oh man and then we decided to get a taxi because there were no buses 
And I remember sort of sitting in a taxi and sort of, I remember before Anton got out, he sort of said, you know, I'm glad I met you and I hope you kind of stay friends. And then I think for me, that was kind of like how it kind of sparked off. You know, we met up again. Yeah, we kind of spent a lot of time together and it was just, it was like, yeah. Well, that's crazy. It looked like you lot just hit it off straight away and, and you know, things started happening. Yeah. Then how did the podcast come about? Oh, I'll let Anton say this bit. Yeah. yeah I guess yeah. like me and Ola have always been having like discussions about life and how can we make life better, but also just having mature conversation. And I remember we used to discuss maybe doing a radio show and it wasn't until I went off onto a stag do where I had like the most serious conversation with like 10 guys while alcohol was flowing, while we're in good spirits about relationships. But it wasn't like mandem conversation, like, oh, I met this girl, I'm going to do this with her. It was like, I like this girl or my past relationship was this or whatever. But there was one individual that was sitting in the room and he didn't really have too much to contribute, but he was listening. You could see that he was actually in the conversation. He was just nodding his head. He was like, yeah, oh, th these guys are throwing gems. So when I came back, I told Ola about it. Ola was like, we got to run with it. And yeah. that's how the birth of Tag Me In like, came about. Oh, it was wow. like, we're going to set out, we're going to spread a message. We're going to talk about life. We're going to have like a community of people who grow with us as well. And it's just gone from, like we've been running since April and it's just gone from wow. strength to strength. It's awesome, man. <laughs> now for what you boys do, like I said earlier, I salute you. And uh, let's keep the energy going, man. Tag Me In. It sounds like you boys are WrestleMania fans. Yeah, <laughs> come on, ah, me let's go. <laughs> right, let's let's do this very quickly. Anton, who's your favorite? Now, I'm talking WWF, right? Like, back from like back in the day, the people's shop, the rock. Can you? Oh, oh, the rock is cooking. Come on, man. Awesome. <laughs> and you, and you, Ola, you know, I had so many, but since Anton said the rock, um, I'll say John Cena. Da, 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 da. <laughs> What? I used to like a guy called Shawn Michaels. Yes, Shawn Michaels. Yeah, he's, he had that kick, right? He would just kick you and you're out. But that's the thing, like a lot of people go like, "Oh, we always thought like your your podcast is about wrestling," and we're like, "Yeah, ah, no, uh -huh. nah, nah, nah. We're, we're trying to tag in people. Like, we just tag in whoever. Yeah. So like, especially a lot of the people that kind of follow us to reach out to us." We see what they do as well, and we often reach out and we say, hey, do you want to be tagged in? That's awesome, man. And so far in the journey, now, like I said, you boys are doing quite a bit. As you I alluded to earlier, Anton, you've got plenty of plates spinning. And the thing is, I think it's, it's the same for a lot of people trying to make a way for themselves. What would you say so far as a collective has been a low point in the journey so far? It was definitely the sort of workload. So initially, when we started with a podcast, we just thought, microphone record our voices that's yeah. it because no. in theory it does sound that simple it's, yes, you know, essentially it does. It is, and obviously we had the conversation before when we have it you know day to day we don't need any of the equipment or whatever so we just thought but then when we really kind of looked planned looked it looked at it and kind of thought actually and then when we started doing it i think that's when we really realized you know the gravity of what we were dealing with in terms of like logistics not just recording this have you got the right equipment um, you need to think about social media marketing. You need to think about branding. There are so many different sort of aspects that kind of come into play. Um, email, basic administration. There's a lot. Um, topics. How often are you going to record? How often are you going to release episodes? Are they going to be structured or unstructured? Um, how are you going to deal with backlash and negative? There's there's just a lot more to it than you know kind of meets the eye. And yes, I think yes. for us it was like, yeah, and for us it was like, and we've got jobs on top of that mm -hmm. as well as mm -hmm. other side mm -hmm. ventures. 
mm-hmm. that was like the added pressure and you know that that is just it was a lot it honestly was a lot that's mental and and what lessons yeah. did you learn from that who again i think planning is key uh plan and preparation Straight. looking forward yeah if you kind of plan you're in what's that that classic sort of saying you know if you fail to prepare you're prepared to fail mm-hmm. so i think just planning and having things in place and sort of saying okay this is how often we're going to record we're recording this day we'll edit do this on that day we'll release on this day and I think just having that preparation kind of helps because then it creates that routine of regularity and then it just becomes mundane. It becomes a daily act. Yes, yes. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. Now, um, let's hold on to the collective side of things and get Anton to answer this side of the question because I'm going to split this question into three. But for as a collective, what would you say has been the proudest entrepreneurial moment just now, Anton? Ooh. Oh, ah, great. Um, like I said, we've been running since April and there's been three major achievements that we've been able to like to, to come to since starting. So there was hosting a networking event called Toast to Young. Like Ola said, when we first started, we thought microphone, MacBook, record, SoundCloud, whatever. Mm-hmm. We didn't realize how fast this baby was going to grow. We didn't know this baby was on steroids. So you close your eyes, you blink and you wake up, you're on the stage hosting. And you're like, well, how did this happen? And then from that, we've done a second event called um, Friend Tour, which is all about turning your, your friends into your mentor or vice versa. And it was this almost echoing the same success that we had from before. And then towards the, the end of the year, we got nominated for a Screen Nation Award. It's almost all that work, all that energy, all those late nights, you know, all, all, you, all those hair follicles that you've lost along the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's all worth it. <laughs> That's happy days. <laughs> like I said, boys, I, I was going to split the question into three. So um, now as a collective, we know the low points and the high points. Let's talk about you individually now. Anton, throughout your journey in the whole cyber engineering and doing all of your side gigs and the podcast, what would you say has been a proud entrepreneurial moment or a proud moment in your life so far? Oh, man, that is such a great question. Ah, because it always changes. And that's the thing. Like, we was hit with a question earlier this week about how do we define success? And I always said it's like a moving point. Like, you achieve it and then you move on. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm still going to ride on Tag Me In podcast. You know, that is like my my trophy at this current point. It's like, yes. That's awesome, Mm. man. And again, (laughs) like I said, for what you boys do, I salute you. Ola, with the cars, with finance and the podcast, what would you say? has been a high point in your life so far. Just to quickly echo on what Anton said, it would definitely be the first event we hosted because to a certain degree, I still do see myself as like quite a shy person. But yeah, when we got asked to do the hosting... Um, All his face. Why? Oh, wow. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was nodding, but in my hand, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I, 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 gotcha. I was like, gotcha. you sure you want to do this? Do you want to back out? I was like, yes, <laughs> um, anyway, got on stage. Yeah, got on stage. I was like, "Whistle!" I'm literally edging back, and then like my back, my back hit the wall. No, I'm literally I'm edging back. Anton's talking. My back hit the wall of the, of the like, <laughs> and then I was like, "Actually, no, no, no. What am I doing?" So I was gonna do this. I'm a big man. I'm like, no, I got to support my boy. I started moving forward. Started cracking jokes, talking to the people. Got in the stage, asking questions like the panelists and like um, listeners, and then. From there, I think the confidence just grew. It was, yes, I can do it. Yes, I believe in myself. Look at what I've done. Then looking back at the pictures, I was like, is that me? That is awesome. <laughs> like I said, the energy is buzzing. For what you boys do, again, I salute you. Um, I'm buzzing just chatting to you just now. What are you working on 
uh, as a project. I know Anton has got the sabbatical and he's away to travel. Uh, but is there anything you boys are doing together that's got you guys buzzing right now? I wouldn't say together. Like, obviously, we're, I've got other adventures that I'm pursuing. I'm going to use the time, you know, off to kind of push that. I shouldn't really be saying that out loud. But, <laughs> you know, um, I'm definitely all about generating kind of passive incomes. So incomes mm. that doesn't mean that I'm, I'm spending a lot of time doing. So especially online ventures. So I do the buy and selling that's online right now. But I'm looking at kind of having a um, best revision guide sort of portal for A-level students who are trying to find A-level guides to help them um, select the best one for them. So I'm pushing that. And then there's also another side venture where it's all about counterfeit money and finding the right products for that to kind of verify if your notes are genuine or not. So there's still stuff going on. It doesn't stop. Mm, (laughs) No, no, that's a life of a hustler, man. It's crazy. (laughs) And you, Ola? I also do a bit of like buying and selling. So that's sort of buying and selling stock. Selling it online. Um, for like a slightly higher price so Amazon, eBay retail arbitrage uh, retail arbitrage that sort of thing um, and then because I've got a background in finance and I have I've interestingly enough had a lot of people family, friends who have like reached out to me about help with finance whether that's basic tax or basic investment knowledge or basic savings knowledge so I'm thinking about starting to maybe do like little presentations or just helping out um, and there's have you read Rich Dad Poor Dad? yes yeah, um, so he's there's a, there's a board game called Cashflow 101. And yes. the, the basic kind of premise of the book, like Anton, Anton touched on, is about learning about passive investments and investments. So your money's making money for you while you sleep, mm-hmm. essentially. Indeed. Um, <laughs> I'm, yeah, so I'm thinking about hosting that sort of game. So kind of get the game board, get people together. We're playing the game and, I'm, and we're sort of learning how to, you know, invest passively in the real world. Sounds exciting, lad. Sounds exciting. And you boys are dropping bombs as well. Retail, arbitrage, and all of that good stuff. <laughs> so I'm going to obviously link it up. Them golden nuggets there. Let's keep it going, lads. Let's keep it going. Now, Anton and Ola, it's time to take you straight into the lion's den, my brothers. Are you ready? I feel like Spartans. Are you ready? Better than the beast. <laughs> Let's go. It's just quick fire questions. I'll throw them at you, boys. As you come back, we'll put the lions to bed. The first question: What is the best African saying you've ever heard, Anton? Mm, um, when there's no enemy within, the enemy outside cannot hurt you. I'm just gonna mm. drop the mic there. Like, mm. And that's just yeah. No one, all right, some people may be able to get into your inner self, but you're strong enough. You know yourself. There's no one, because we all know the biggest enemy is kind of our own voices. Once you can understand that and channel it and be like, yo, I'm not listening to you, regardless what other people say to you, it's not going to have that much impact. And for me, I live by that. That's deep. Anton, could you just say that one more time for us, please? When there is no enemy within, uh-huh. the enemy outside cannot hurt you. Mm-hmm. Right, okay, let me just right. gather my thoughts, right? Because I answer just hit me with that right hook, man. I'm just like, oh, how am I gonna do this now? All right, Ola, let's see if you can beat or even match what Anton's done just now. A roaring lion kills no game. Mm-hmm. And essentially that's just about how you know you can't really achieve anything if you're just sitting around and talking about it. It's about putting in the action on a regular, consistent basis. You know, go on social media, go on wherever people are talking about, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Don't talk about it, do it. 
I'm a firm believer in, um, you know, just don't talk and let your actions do the talking for you. Deep. Yeah. That's come up a few times on the show and I'm a firm believer in that as well. I don't really want to tell you what I'm doing. I want to show you what I'm doing. It's always better when you show, right? That's the thing, yeah. Work hard and silent. Straight uh, up. That's crazy. Now, before you built the Tag Me In podcast brand, before you boys met, before you even started anything entrepreneurial in the first place, and we'll start with all of this time because we're always going, Anton, let's go all of first this time. What was holding you back from building the brand? I think for me... Again, apart from logistics, the main thing I would definitely say, if I'm being honest, would have been fear. So um, fear of kind of putting myself out there. Because mm. again, it's your voice, your your experiences, your life yes. out to the open for people to see. People can see your if you're willing to share your deepest, darkest secrets, really and truly. Are you willing and comfortable enough to have this? Because once it's out there, it's out there. It is. And it's going to be out there for everyone to listen to. So for me, it was, am I comfortable with ex-partners, parents, uncles, families, siblings, hearing about things that I might not have shared with them, you know, on a platform, on SoundCloud, on iTunes. Am I comfortable with that? That's deep. And Anton, what, you, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I don't know if there was anything that was really holding me back. I feel like everything happens with time, you know? If it's meant to happen, it happens. And like I said, like, the, the event of how Tag Me In kind of birthed was me and, her, me and Ola having conversations and we met on New Year's Day. And it sounds very romantic, but then the bromance <laughs> formed from that. <laughs> but like, it's also going on to that, that stag do and then having that conversation and then speaking with Ola, like literally three days after that and telling him about it. And that's how it just, it just birthed naturally. So like, I wouldn't say anything was holding me back from creating the brand. The, the idea was there, it was just knowing how is it going to come together? Who was the right person to sit, you know, on my, on my side going through this journey? And, you know, it just happened all in in the right time, really. <laughs> That's crazy. Now, lads, I've connected with you boys on Instagram. I, I see what you do on the gram. Again, for what you do, I salute you boys. Keep winning. Uh, but do you do a lot on social media? Uh, social media. Uh, it's a love-hate relationship with social media. <laughs> <laughs> when, when we first started, we were so relentless. We were putting three posts a day. Uh, We're doing it consistently for like four months. So social media is all about consistency. Mm. And you've also got to be, um, you've got to adapt. You've got to evolve. You can't just stay the same. Yeah. You've got to think of new ways of like, you know, hitting your audience or producing material in, in, a, in a way that captivates them, that gets their attention because you are competing with everyone else on there. That's crazy. And uh, which one would you say is your social media platform of choice? I, I can see if both of you can agree on one social media platform of choice. Uh, I'd, I'd say Twitter. Tweet, tweet. Nah. Really? Say, no? Insta. Insta. Uh, I'm, a, I'm an Instagram. Why? Good question. Like, why Instagram? I'm definitely, I, I think it's all aligned. I was saying to my friend actually earlier this week, I feel like Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, I feel it all ties in with somehow like your character, your personality, the way you are. Mm -hmm. So for me, I'm a visual person. I want to see visual stuff. With Twitter, I don't want to read characters. I'm, I, mm. I don't care. I, no, no, no offense. I don't want to hear everyone's opinion all at once. Mm. <laughs> So like the visual thing, it, it gets me. It's like, oh, this is interesting. All right, I might read your caption. I might want to know about your opinion now. Whereas Twitter is just like, it's, I feel like it's forced upon me, but I know Ola loves it. <laughs> why, why do you love Twitter, Ola? Twitter is the kind of like debate-ish side. It's like Twitter beef. It's like left versus right, red versus blue. And it's just interesting to view. And one golden nugget I want to pick out from there is um, what you touched on, Anton. In social media, you've got to evolve. You've got to go where the eyeballs are, right? Because for me, two years ago, it was Snapchat. I was just snapping away. 
And then Instagram launched a story. And I thought, hold on, on Snapchat, I can't really grow. But on Instagram, people can find me if I use hashtags and stuff. So I quickly jumped to Instagram and I've been there since. So for me, it's Instagram, boys. Now, so um, let, let's talk daily routines, lads. For me, it's meditation. Focus D. Get up and go. Have you boys got daily routines? Let's start with all at this time. Have you got a daily routine that you do that contributes to your success, brother? Yeah, you literally just took, you just you just mentioned my one. Amazingly, oh, wow. uh, meditation. It's a bit of a new one for me, but I, I honestly wholeheartedly say it's oh, definitely like been a, a great one. I'm definitely keeping it. So for me, it's waking up. Um, I'm usually up about 5, 5.30, then sort of 10, 15 minutes sort of meditation. Awesome. <laughs> That's crazy. And you, Anton? <laughs> there's a book called The Morning Miracle, but, you know, it's all, it has an acronym called SAVERS. Ola's heard me talk about this so many times. So um, SAVERS stands for silence, affirmation, visualization, exercise, reading, and scribing. And that's how I start my morning. Most mornings, not every single morning, not consistent all the time. But it has the whole element of sitting down in silence, meditating, saying my affirmation. I can, I will, I must. Visualizing, sit down with my vision board, just stare at it. And then I have my form of exercise. So I'm, I'm actually into yoga right now. The savers routine doesn't actually go in like a kind of order. It's not S-A-V-E. Like right now, what I'm trying to do is wake up, I pick up my book. So right now I'm reading Oprah's biography. And that's how I start my day. I read something. Like Ola, you know, you don't want to turn to the news. No. You don't want to start your day on, a, on some negative vibe. <laughs> that's deep. Now, we've got um, a lot of similarities, lads, because I avoid the news as well. I actively avoid the news. Books. Anton, let's hold on to books, right? You talked about the book you're reading just now, the biography of Oprah. Uh, do you read a lot? Yeah. Ah. Reading, like, it wasn't always a natural thing to me. It, it only occurred when I actually came out of university and I could actually select books that really interested me and books that could help me in life. So it was probably like 2015. I said to myself, I'm going to challenge myself. I'm going to read a book a month. That's impressive. Do, do you read a lot, Ola? Yeah, yeah, I read it. I definitely like Anton. I've started the one, one book a month. Oh, really? But, um, in recent weeks and months, I've probably, I've read so many books and articles. Honestly, my brain is just, <laughs> it's just throbbing right now. Overload. Um, I'm currently, well, I've just read, have you read, um, heard of a book called Outwitting the Devil? No. Really, really good book. Amazing book. Um, the book is essentially about, the concept is this man who interviews the devil and basically sort of says, you know, why are you on earth? What are you doing? And David, David basically says, look, I'm taking people by distracting them, by making them lazy and complacent. And then, so the, the guy that's interviewed them basically says, okay, so the only way for people to kind of get away from your grip or your grasp is to be very specific, have a specific goal in life, you know, have purpose in life, know what they want and be about it, to not be lazy. And it talks about kind of rhythm and that rhythm is sort of like routine. So it really kind of bangs on about your daily habits say a lot about you. What are you doing every day? Because that's what you're about. What are you spending your money and your time on? Because that will tell me everything I need to know about you. You know, It also encourages you to kind of question things. Yeah, to question things. Don't just accept what you're given. Question. Why are you being given this information? Why is there's, it like that? Yeah, there's usually... Is it supposed to be that? Way? Yeah, or is there an agenda behind it? So it's just understanding that. And I just... Yeah, the concept was just amazing. And I thought it was a great book. The one book a month, I'm definitely going to steal. I'm going to steal that because, you know, I should get my reading on a little bit more, even if it's an audio book, because sometimes you can't just put a book up. I'm reading A Tribe of Mentors by Team Ferris. I got it for Christmas. Team uh, Ferris, but I, yeah, but I'm struggling with it. I'm, I'm only on like the third page because my commute is like 10 minutes. So I'm just like, oh, I'll quickly read. And then... <laughs> put it away and then do it again so yeah so so Ola would you recommend that book then would that outwitting the devil would 
that be a book you would recommend for the tribe to check out? That would definitely be a, a very good book to, to very good book to, to get into. Outwitting the Devil by Outwitting the Devil, Napoleon Hill. Sounds deep. I'd get the tribe to check him out for sure. Now, lads, I had no doubt, but it's a pleasure to let you know you've actually conquered the lion's den, my brothers. <laughs> But um, like I said, the energy is on a level. I want to keep it going. But um, all good things, as they say, come to an end. We're starting to wrap the show uh, up now. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, but we'll wrap it up with a very deep question. I'd like to get both your thoughts on this. We'll go with Anton firstly. Anton, cool. if you had 24 hours to live, mm-hmm. just think, what would you do? Ha! <sighs> what would I do? 24 hours. Yes, sir. TikTok, TikTok. Tip-top, tip-top. Get my family together. Spend that last 24 hours with my family. Have fun. Enjoy life. Go crazy. Go for food. Do things with my younger siblings that I've always wanted to do with them. So if it's something like, I don't know, jumping out of a plane, I'm doing that with them in that 24 hours. I think that's the best way to go out. You know, I'll be like, I love you. Yes. Thank you for the input that you put in my life. I see this in you. You're truly blessed. Keep going. Deep. Boy. <laughs> Hola. You know what? Similar to Anton, I do. Ha- I'm sorry. I do definitely have to kind of echo a lot of what he said. Mm. For me, it would definitely be go down, um, get all the family together, mm-hmm. all of my close friends. It would definitely be quality time with them. Um, fortunately, I have sort of thought about this sort of thing, um, and I've definitely kind of made those calls and conversations where I've said to people, "I love you." I've said to mum. I've said to dad, yes. "I love you." You've done a lot for me. I appreciate everything. So again, like Anton said, letting people know everything I'm grateful for. Because I think when you live with someone or, you know, you're used to mummy and daddy or brother and sister, you kind of forget that they're very important and vital to your life. You can lose friends, you can lose cars or whatever, but your family and very close friends, they're going to be there. You know, they were there from the beginning, they'll be there to the end. So it's just letting them know what you, what they kind of mean to you. So um, definitely kind of letting everyone know how much I love them. And then I've kind of, I've started doing a lot of the things I've wanted to do if I ever was to go. So again, like traveling, bungee jumping. Um, spending time with elephants, telling <laughs> oh, wow. people that are, you know, say, literally say, like saying to my dad, dad, I love you. Like, I don't know a lot of grown men who would do that kind of thing. Um, unless I'm dying, that shouldn't be the case. Mm. Um, so it's things like that. And then, yeah, obviously food, Chinese buffet, jollof. <laughs> yeah, get me. Every every No, no, no. Um, <laughs> quick little prayer with the family. Um, and then, yeah, for me, it's just about enjoying that kind of quality time. Wow. Quality time, man. That's deep, man. Like I said, I can hear the fire in your voices, lads. Keep it burning. Again, for what you do, I salute you. We'll end the show now with you sharing a few words of wisdom and the best way we can connect with you across digital. If we go with Ola. Of course. So we are on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on YouTube. We are on Facebook. And our email is info at tagmeanpodcast.co.uk. Um, my personal Twitter is at Ola Miller. So um, add us on all platforms. We're also on SoundCloud and we're on iTunes. And yeah. Yeah. So Instagram um, and Twitter, the profile is Tag Me In Podcast. Personal um, Twitter is Future AJR. Also on Instagram as well. Um, Ola's <laughs> laughing at me right now. <laughs> I was destined for the future. Don't lie. Um, but also, um, we've got a website. So tagmeinpodcast.co.uk. Awesome. From there, you can find where we're hosted. So Apple Podcasts, like Ola said, SoundCloud as well. But also other podcast elements. 
Um, what's the last thing that I can leave people with? Yes, sir. Um, believe in yourself. Just believe in yourself, execute, and then the next stage is consistency. Great. Just keep on pushing. Put it out. <laughs> that is awesome. Any last words for us, Ola? Um, oh, this guy, he literally just said what I was going to say. <laughs> but yeah, I'll just I'll echo what he said. <laughs> now, honestly, I'm like, oh man, that sounds like... So yeah, no, it would be definitely that kind of like execution. I think a lot of people spend a lot of time in the kind of planning and thinking, even myself, but bottom line, you need to take actions. But execute and then be consistent with that execution, believing in yourself and be happy. You have one life. Yes, we all have problems. Stop stressing. Be happy, man. That is awesome. Lads, I'll link up all the social on the um, show notes. Get the tribe to connect. Again, for what you do, I salute you. We're family now, boys. We'll stay in touch. Yeah. And I wish you all the very best, eh? Yes, my brother. See ya. Hey, tribe. Needless to say how much fun that was. Kicking it with your man, Clef, your man, Anton, and your man, Ola. Now, head over to the socialafricanshow.com for detailed show notes. There's links to connect with Anton and Ola. Links to all the resources we talked about, including the books. Now, coming up next on the Social African Show is another awesome entrepreneur who's killing it in the catering space. So keep it locked this way, tribe. I'll catch you later. Peace.